This is a general trigger warning for the content covered in this episode. Please proceed with caution as the topic may be quite heavy for some. Hello, hello again. Welcome to another episode of Routine Maintenance, the podcast. You can view us on all podcasting formats and platforms. I'm Wyatt. Wyatt has spoken. Um, My other co-hosts, go ahead, introduce yourselves. Who am I talking to right now? Live from Routine Maintenance, it's me, There Goes Tonio, because you will see me everywhere on all social media. It's There Goes Tonio everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so, so it's just me and Wyatt? Oh, um, you know, I'll be, try- be trying to be humble. And, you know, I was the last at it, so I'll be trying to go last. I'll be trying to juggle before. Oh, you know, no, you can always jump in, baby. All right, let's go ahead and jump in. Let my girl Amber, you know, get 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 done what she doing. And uh, my name is Autumn, like the season. Mm-hmm. You can find me on all social medias at March Maven. That's March like the month, and Maven like Raven with an N. Mm-hmm. Hi everyone, um, I'm sorry, I was having a snack. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> my name is Amber. You can follow me on Twitter or send me a dollar two to be pimping. Again, B as in the insect because the letter just would be silly, and that—that's not what we're gonna do. Yeah. Yes. All right. So let's get into it. Um, I'm sure you can just tell by the sound of our voices we're just not there. Like it's just, you know, what happened yesterday. Um, th- what happened um with the school shooting down in Texas and just um the fallout from it. Just observing that today. Um. We definitely just wanted to like just share how we feel. Um, we feel like it would we would do um, it would do routine maintenance a disservice not to discuss something like this. Um, so, um, Antonio, Amber, I want y'all to you know get this conversation really going. I know that you all had a lot to talk about in our meetings earlier. You know, just discussing topics. Yeah, yeah. I just first, I just want to talk about how interesting this country is after the fact. So we're not going to harp too much on the actual uh, giving the play-by-play of what actually happened. We think you can find that anywhere. So if you choose to do so, please do so. This is not where you're going to find that. We're going to be talking about the aftermath of, you know, what happens next, essentially, and what doesn't happen next, and what we feel like should happen next. So... As we've all seen, the timeline has been insane today, as it is, you know, two to three business days afterwards, always. Um, yeah, it's been crazy. You know, there's there's been so many tweets erupting. Um, something that's particularly been coming to my timeline is this one tweet that was talking about a parent who was, like, pro you know, pro-gun, pro-choice, all that stuff, right? Or not pro-choice. Let me, not that. But, you know. Pro-arms. 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 There you go. And so. Anti-black as well. Anti-black as well. So Mm -hmm. super anti-black, super pro-arms, whose child was a victim. And folks are just up and down the timeline. I didn't, I, can I, wait. Yeah, I can jump in. I didn't understand the divisiveness of, I get, I understand, I observed the tweet that you were saying. I didn't understand the divisiveness. Um, I don't, 
I, I'm just like, when is it when is it going to be an appropriate time to bring up the fact that the rhetoric that people are spreading is why this keeps happening? Mm-hmm. And if people continue to spread the rhetoric, if we continue to leave space for people to spread this type of rhetoric going on Facebook, going on Twitter, going into those insular groups, that's why we have these fanatic 18-year-old white boys running into these places shooting because we've made it we've made that we've made every opinion worth something in this country and everybody we we have to be quiet and let everyone have an opinion and and we can't talk about it right now it's too soon when is it when is the next then it's just like there's gonna be another shooting in three days like that's just how america is at this point and i don't understand why there's such an issue about having these difficult conversations we have to have them because this isn't going to stop yeah and one of the biggest things was like you know we can still honor those who are lost and you know i ha- i also have my thoughts on thoughts and prayers that we can talk about a little later in the episode but like why it said when do we have these conversations you know nobody is penalizing nobody is penalizing the people who lost their lives yeah nobody's but we are talking around the rhetoric of one of the parents two that, things you can know, be true at once yeah literally two things were true at once in this particular instance like this is terrible and this shouldn't be a life lesson to the parent but, but also the parent should know this isn't the, the rhetoric that you're spreading is a, that's a direct reasoning that this is happening yeah like it it hit home now and mm-hmm. so now it's like oh my god what's happening I never thought this would actually, you know, affect me, mm-hmm. right? And now you have to face it. And, you know, it's an unfortunate truth, but it, yeah. it's something you have to face. And so it then brings into conversation, which I think uh, then I'll open it to the floor, of mm-hmm. just what comes next. Mm-hmm. You know, we're starting to see it affecting more and more people in their face and then their politics start changing. I mean, I don't know if this parent's politics have changed. And the thing is, like, you think you would get desensitized. It's just like, like yesterday, I just, my body just shut down. Like, my body completely just went out. I was asleep for hours upon hours, and I couldn't get out of bed. Like, that's what trauma does. Just all that trauma just sitting on you, it shuts you completely down. But go ahead. I want the Amber Autumn if you wanted to jump in. Um, I was just gonna say that I think something that in like all of this to me, just as an educator, um, I've seen a lot of tweets reference, you know, Sandy Hook being ten years ago and Sandy Hook should have been a changing point for a lot of things, et cetera, et cetera. But America, historically speaking, has not given a fuck about kids. Like, I just want to say that as plainly as possible. America hasn't given a shit about kids in any capacity. And I feel as though children being the sacrificial lamb at this point, because we're all adults on this podcast. Um, Most of us at least didn't have to experience lockdown drills. Autumn, I know you're a few years younger than us, so you may have done those in high school. But we have children now having to experience growing up in a world where they have to arm themselves at school because of adults and to have to consistently go through meetings and trainings where you as an adult have to process how to explain to children that they now have to defend themselves against 
an adult in that situation, people don't really care about kids. And obviously, um, this isn't an isolated situation given the past few weeks. Um, And children are not the only victims in these types of incidents, as we saw elderly people um, were subject to this type of violence as well, which is just as sickening, in my opinion. And that's another conversation for another day. But to constantly put kids through this type of harm, this type of hell really, is really gross. And the fact that it's something as simple as saying, hey, let's sit down and make actual laws, have actual protocols to protect people. It's not gonna happen. And I'm tired of people telling me that it's my job as a citizen to be informed and vote and put people in office to ensure your safety and ensure when I've been doing that. I'm 26 years old. I've been privy to politics since Obama first ran, you know? I've been watching CNN. I've been reading papers. I've been going to community meetings. I've been logging into the Zooms to figure out what's going on. You know, I've been doing those things as a citizen. But why is it now, again, that politicians are looking to me with big eyes telling me that they can't do anything? I'm tired of it. I'm tired. And like Antonio said, what do we do now? Because again, we're going to have another week go by where someone else, for whatever insert blank reason, because it's always something different, is going to go and terrorize another place. I can't go to the grocery store. I can't go to the movies. I can't go to church. Can't go to school. You can't go to school. Can't you, go to the movies. You can't, you can't stay at home because they might bust in your door accidentally at that. Like, can't go to a park. Can't go to a concert. You can't, you can't go anywhere. Can't go to the mall. You know? You know what's so interesting about, Amber, what you said about, you know, how America just doesn't care about children? I was reading something this semester that was like, America has always thought of laws for children or laws in general to protect protect, this idea of the child, but never an actual child. So, like, when we're thinking about just various laws that exist, it's always like, well, what about the children? But it's never actually about the children. It's always just about, like, power and control and, you know, all that stuff. And also, when you were talking about, you know, doing our part and, you know, how we're just always, and I'm going to say harassed, um, you know, and being told like, oh my gosh, you have to vote, you have to make change, you have to be doing X, Y, Z. And it's like, people have been doing that for years. You vote for Democrats and they tell you they can't do anything. Yeah, you literally vote. Like, I hate when I'm tweeting um, about politics and I'm like, Joe Biden, get in there and do something. Or I'm like, politician, get in there and do something. And somebody's in my, my mentions saying like, that's not the role of the president. That's not this person's role. It has to go through this house and beat this filibuster. I'm and I'm like, just like, you love the American project so much. Don't you, you love this. And it's like, have you not seen that this doesn't do a damn thing? Like, maybe it's time we have an entirely new system. You're telling me I need to go vote. I need to go do this. I need to go do that. This, that, and the third. I remember when Obama was tweeting, like, if y'all want change, go vote. We put you in. And, and like, it's always falling back on the back of, what are we, 13.4% of the population? Like, uh-huh. it's always and- falling on our backs to go in and fix something. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy, Antonio? Just given the fact that people assert that voting is the change agent of change, 
I vividly remember being a child and soon as those towers fell, we were in Iraq the next morning. Oh. There were American flags and Go America stuff everywhere. The airports changed completely. You used to be able to go pick someone up from the gate. You could you used go to walk? into the airport. You oh, yeah, the airport used to, to work like the, um, the airport literally used to work like the bus terminal. Like, you could literally go to the plane. And overnight, you can't bring a bottle of water with you on a plane sometimes. An mm-hmm. overnight change. And you mean to tell me that this many people have lost their lives in the most mundane of places but uh, we have to do the American process. It's just so baning and uh, the duties and oh my God. And you know, uh, <laughs> right. You know, it would change everything so quickly. And this is not me inciting violence at any, at you know, for any reason or any point. But if somebody was to um, target, like, because what was the, the 9 11? That was like what the World Trade Center or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they were to start attacking capitalism, if there was another mass attack on capitalism like that, we would have had change 20 minutes ago. To be honest, yeah, I think it's because people aren't losing money. Um, all of these politicians and all of these people that are pro-gun, they're all tied up in the NRA and all of these systems that and they have all these millions of dollars. It's a money system at this point. And it's very upsetting that it really is profits over people at this point. It's, it's crazy. It's I don't want to be repetitive or add anything that anyone has already added, which is why mm-hmm. I've been a little bit silent during this conversation. You're good, baby. However, the only thing I will add is that I um, actually went to middle school not too far from one of the D.C. sniper um, areas or mm-hmm. targets. Yes. So I was doing lockdown drills in middle school, baby. This school shoot and stuff. I know yeah. that's kind of like a different context. Unfortunately, I'm not very new to this. I'm very true to this. Yeah, I'm up here, like... My senior year of high school, 2018, was like... I don't want to, like, be repetitive, but, like, if you look at the school shootings of 2018, like, it was, like, back to back to back to back my senior year of high school. It was crazy. Yeah. I will say, I've been... I've had lockdown drills before, but only because my middle school was, like, sort of in the hood, so we sort of needed those. But it was never under the context of, like, somebody's gonna run up into this school and shoot you, you know? I guess I was a little bit, I guess I was, yeah, that wasn't, yeah, before, that was before Sandy Hook, I was in middle school. So, yeah, they really weren't paying attention to it back then. I Uh, feel like my own, I feel like I've only had one drill in my life, and that was, like, when I was in AP Calc. Like, that's how far my academic career I was. Mm -hmm. I remember... I remember that day specifically because, like, niggas was in the classroom clowning because we're 16 at this point. We're, like, in 11th grade, and Sandy Hook may have up until that point, Sandy Hook and then the movie theater showing um, shooting were the, like the only things that had happened recently. Mm-hmm. So for us, it was just like, oh shit, we about to be in this class. We're putting the lights out. Niggas is joning. We're, you know, not thinking about that. But imagine that for 15 year olds now. Yeah. Like, think about that. Now that this is just very normal. Like, but I couldn't imagine that. Like, you really have to think and be prepared for that. And that's something that, for lack of a better term, we took for granted because we didn't have to think like that back then. Somebody made a very good point and they raised the point that the reason we're seeing such an uh, uptick in this type of behavior is because incels are able to go online, find specific people that have their own specific way of thinking and they're all able to uh, to coordinate to 
bring this rhetoric to the forefront, to do these mass acts of terror. And I think that it really, sh I think that these websites, these Reddit, these Reddit um, articles, I don't, you know, these Reddit things, 4chan, I really do think that these places do need to be investigated for spreading that terroristic rhetoric because that's, um, the internet is why, um, what was that called? Colorado, 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 the first real big one everybody talks about. Oh, Columbine? Columbine, yeah. That was one of the first mass shootings where they were getting stuff from online and stuff like that. And it's just been this ever since, you know, people are able to find these circles online, these insular incel circles online, and they're able to just perpetuate this violence on such a level that we have not been able to see since before the internet. I really think that we need, that is worth looking into on a psychological level. My thing is we have all this money for police and everything, but it's like, y'all can't find a simple website. Well, I mean, you know, they also very much just exist in the website and just let things happen. Mm -hmm. But like cybersecurity, let somebody who has like a quote from the Quran in their bio say something about America and y'all would be down their door. Exactly. Like we've had protesters who were covering their faces doing everything they needed to and the government found them like that. Just so, based off of the color of the, the small color of their hair that they saw. Yeah. Like you And can't... I'm like, y'all can't do that for any of these people. And again, if I tell Joe Biden and them to go into that damn Congress and pass a law, y'all beating down my block. I'm just I'm just so sick of it. Yeah. I think I... I'm glad. Go ahead. I was going to say, like you said, Wyatt, it's really just about having a tough conversation that America doesn't want to have with itself. It's a country that thrives off of white violence, white mm -hmm. nationalism, and white supremacy. It's so and, scary. And the fact that those sites, like, there are countries, historically speaking, that have had, quote, unquote, social reckonings with their racist past, right? Where they've sat and acknowledged they've done X, Y, and Z. They've tried to do reparations, etc. Some comeuppance to the people that they, you know, disavowed. Yeah. America has yet to even acknowledge that that's a thing. Mm -hmm. So until we can actually have a realistic conversation, and by we, I mean white people, until there's a realistic conversation had about white violence, about violence that's enabling these incels online, and the access to violence, whether it be through online hatred, physical hatred, sit like, it's all in a loop together. It's a cycle of violence and the country's thriving off of. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like, you know, we've seen, we see other countries and, and their different laws and, and things. You know, I'm very much on the side of nobody needs guns ever. For yeah, anything. I don't see, I don't see the need. I don't see the need. There's if you want to go hunting, I feel like there should be a place you go rent it and then you give it right back right if anything like i mean there's no reason we should be taking down animal like giant animals that you honestly can't kill like with a knife or something mm -hmm. like if you know i hope Peter doesn't hear this but hey hey it happens it yeah. happens um but like you know when i look at other countries i think i was reading about japan's laws and like japan if you want a gun you have to have like 
three different interviews. You have to legally put what it's for, all this. Like, you have to go through so much just to get a gun. I would be exhausted. No, I literally, I like that. I'm like, they, you want to go and get a gun in Japan. Japan's going to ask you for what? Like, literally, yeah, what you, for what? What do you need one for? <laughs> and, you know, Amber and Wyatt, when y'all were talking about, you know, this country doesn't want to have... Oh. Not sorry, y'all. sorry y'all. I live in Baltimore City. I'm not even in traffic. I just... yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Uh-huh. But you know, it's a little warm out. You know, they bring the hey, they bring the football right. out. Hello, we love culture. I know that's right. But when we're thinking about this difficult conversation that folks want to have and don't want to have, you know, there were some tweets where folks were harassing Quinta, saying Quinta. You guys need to have an active shooter, Abbott Elementary. I think it would just send such a powerful message. And I'm like, have y'all all lost y'all minds? Like, it got to the point where Quinta responded and was like, yo, no. No. She <laughs> said, talk to your politicians. Like, Literally, again, is this the Twilight Zone? Why does everything have to be on television for you to understand it? On television. And also, why are you asking the Black people to do this? Did y'all- <laughs> this is our job. Did y'all ask the office to do an active shooter drill? No. Maybe they did. I just wasn't in those. Yeah, I don't, yeah you know. Who watches? The, do y'all watch The Office? Clap if you I watch The Office. I do yeah. not watch The Office. <laughs> but yeah, no, they were asking no, Abbott Elementary. And it's like, first of all, this show is for Black Joy. I have a comedy. good time watching that show. Sweet Baby Jesus and The Grown One, too. And the like, grown one too. Y'all need to ask Degrassi for this. Hello, Degrassi had a shooting episode. They did. They had a few, I think. No, no there was just yeah. one. Well, there was just one, but I know there was like other scares. Actually, yeah, there was. Honestly, yeah, Degrassi was wild. I'm like, yeah, y'all actually, yeah. But I think when we're talking but about all of difficult... that happening in Canada, that's not realistic. <laughs> what I does think... that mean? Canada's Canada gets ghetto, but they don't have they don't have gun. You can't get a gun like that in um, Canada. I don't think not well, like Rick... there. Rick did. I say Rick yeah, did. I was about to say he 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 did what he needed to do. Yeah. yeah. That was actually something that does like come to my mind. I'm not um at all in any way playing devil's advocate. I'm very clear when I am, but today's not that day. Mm-hmm. And it always does pass my mind that yeah, you can put these laws in place, but people are still going to get them the same way we've mm-hmm. even used that as our same rhetoric in that you can outlaw abortions. People are just going to make it now more expensive and more unsafe. Like outlawing things really only makes it apply to the poor. But um, my thing is, and I'm not saying oh, that that's right or that's a reason to not pass gun control. I am for gun control but it is a thought that does run past my head because it's the exact same rhetoric we use in other arguments and it is true i get so yeah i get what you're saying and i think that like your what you're saying holds a lot of truth because in this country other countries can do this the uk can do this um australia japan those other countries can do that because they don't the culture in this the culture it's the i feel it's cultural in this country the relationships to guns um, that mm-hmm. people have. They think it's their God-given right. It's their constitutional rights to bear these arms. And it's just like, I actually, I, I sort of agree with you that I'm a little skeptical that it would go well in this country because first we have to under, we first we have to tackle the culture of guns in this country. Well, I'll and, say this to mm-hmm. kind of clarify my statement. Yeah. Though I am for gun control in a realistic sense, um, I'll also say this. I believe in like, you know, we need a whole new system. So it's not it's not my belief that we should operate under this system, right? But mm-hmm. in the conversation we are. 
So in the context of the conversation, I don't believe with the way America currently works that we'd ever have 100% outlawed guns. However, in the way that America currently works, I see no reason why there isn't a reason why we can't have limited access to guns, gun control in some way. Like, I don't see why every single person needs one. I agree with Antonio. There needs to be A, B, C, X, Y, Z. But again, like I said, that just only makes it apply to the poor. Yeah. Okay. I just, you know, I, I'm on the big side of nobody needs them anywhere. Like, I think. And what I'm saying is in this way, the way that the country currently works, I'm all for overthrowing the shit, right? But if we're not Mm going to overthrow the shit with the way the country currently works with the Constitution, like there's literally just no way we can have just absolutely zero, no guns at all and have people be slicing people the way they do in the UK. It's just not going to happen. But like I said, I feel like with the way the country currently works, I see no reason why there can't be comprehensive gun control. It's just that with that, it just comes with the, like I said, the stipulation of class. Someone yeah. did say that the they feel that the only way in this country for gun control to be a thing is if there's some type of revolution to change the culture of it. And yeah, I agree. I do agree that it would be it's going to be really difficult in this country to pass any type of common sense gun control. It's going to be very difficult because people just like I, I know black are very much so like it's my God given right to have a gun. It's just, there was no there were no guns in the damn bible yeah i feel like that's it's very weird rhetoric 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 hey i've been out of school for two days and now you know (laughs) yeah cain and abel was they did not have a please but like i feel like for black people it, it it can be a little bit different when we're thinking about like defense and guns and all that stuff yeah but, somebody did know somebody did make the point and they said we don't need guns because my thing is even if you do have a gun in this country if the government wanted to take you out they would just send a drone uh, strike and take the entire block out oh absolutely absolutely like i don't know what they say your gun is not going to hold up if the government really want to get you Somebody said they could shoot a laser and bounce it off the moon and zap your ass. Exactly. While sitting on a toilet somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And and this is my last point mm-hmm. because I need to, I feel like I need to make this clear to anyone who is a mutual with me. Please do not come into my mentions defending <laughs> politicians. I am so sick. Don't come into my mentions, period. I said what the fuck I said. Yeah. Like, Bitch. It's either agree or block me. Literally, so at this point, agree or block me. Like, and yeah, I, I don't need you to explain what each branch of government does. I'm aware um, that you learned in history class, but you actually should have learned it in government class. But you know, don't come into my my mentions trying to like correct me or do this, that, and the third. Because at the end of the day, what I'm actually saying is that this system doesn't work. Exactly. I'm like, y'all are missing the point. And the point is the system is broken, irretrievably broken. Broken as hell. Hello. But speaking of broken systems, you know, Jay Versace and, and... um, Miss Juicy. Miss Juicy. Yes. I'm having a really hard time right now. And yeah. Why? I think you have more info on this. Yeah, they're having trouble paying for medical bills. Jay Versace's, um, unfortunately, his mother passed away from battling an illness um, just this past week. And Miss Juicy, um, unfortunately, had a stroke a few weeks ago. Um, and they have been struggling to pay their medical bills. And it really just highlighted to me I, I put out a tweet out there and i said that if jay versace and um miss juicy 
are struggling with their medical bills. Where the hell does that leave the rest of us? Because if the twenty, if someone who won a Grammy Award in 2022 cannot afford their medical bills, what does that mean for me and my little nine to five? What if I really get sick? What if somebody in my family really gets sick? Where does that leave me? Does anyone have thoughts before I jump in? Go um, ahead, Tonya. My thought, I mean, I would, I would hope someone jumps in before my thoughts because I'm about to play the devil's advocate in a, a little bit, not for the system, but... Okay, well, I'll just say how I felt initially. Mm -hmm. Um, My pet peeve with this particular discussion online wasn't with the fact that, you know, hey, they're celebrities and they have GoFundMes. Hey, whatever. If you're familiar with the cost of having a loved one in the hospital for a long period of time, that's money. That's bread for anybody. And I also feel like not to play devil's advocates for celebrities so to speak but i feel like we don't realize how much money people really make in the grand scheme of things because we're talking about jay versace and miss juicy not and god forgive me but we're not talking about beyonce and fucking jay leno like they're not making millions of dollars granted these are people that in the black community we're very familiar with and we adore Mm -hmm. but again they're black famous, so to speak. And again, Miss Juicy has fame akin to her, mostly because of her internet personality and her being a meme. Now, yeah. is she really profiting money from that? Exactly. She's I'll still on her show. Yeah. But again, is she really netting money that That's if she yeah. were to be in the hospital for a period of time, which she is, again, Miss Juicy's in ICU. Yeah. Miss Juicy is not just, you know, laid up somewhere. Miss Juicy's in She's, ICU. She had a stroke. Yeah. She's still recovering real, yeah. And again, Miss Juicy is a comedian. So she's realistically, she's a contractor. So it's not that she's insured like everyone else is with a nine to five. He might have Cobra. That's something I wanted to ask. Celebrities like that, like if you're a singer, if you're an actor, if you're on a reality show, you have private insurance. You have, okay, so you don't have insurance. Mike, I didn't, I'm like, so I'm like, let's let's bring Brad Gary and see what he, did he have insurance? No. Um, so what? So the, the only devil's advocate I'm going to play, because I, I also think our medical care system is completely terrible, and it, it also needs abolition along with our political system. But I understand what... So I'm not saying it's right. I'm not arguing who's right in this situation. I'm just arguing understanding. And so I kind of understand how some people are kind of just like, why are you asking my broke ass for money. Like in considering thinking about the optics and and being a Grammy winner and that success, it's kind of just like, all right, what does minimum wage person A supposed to do in this situation? Because it's kind of like, yeah, it's like, what do you do in this situation? Like, why are you asking me? But my thing is, but my thing is, if, okay, my thing is, if I can't afford my bills, you can't afford your bills. Oh, they yeah. can't afford their bills. There's a I, bigger issue here that none of us can afford medical bills. And I and I think that's you know I think that's, that's the bigger issue. That's what I'm getting at in the beginning. Like you know, our medical care system is completely awful. But again, I also see how people are like, you know, I don't have nothing to give you. I don't know why you're asking me. But then also, like, go about your day. I don't get why people are being so nasty about that. And that's like just thing. go about your day well, then. It'd be I mean, I think 
Oh, I'm just to respond to like why people are nasty. I think I, when we start seeing the cycle of of other celebrities scamming folks and just getting off on making a quick buck off of folks, like we see what folks were doing, how celebrities were doing OnlyFans. But I don't, you know, we've seen how we've seen the you matter hoodies. But these people noting that it's like. Antonio was saying, look at who you're asking. I'm obviously not saying that Jay Versace is going to call Tyler, the creator, and be like, let me get $600. But at the end of the day, you have a network of people in your life that I do not, that I am not. So it's like, I'm not understanding why you are asking me, a broke nine-to-fiver, when you have a network of people in your life that are much more rich and powerful than me. I will say, yeah, I agree. I do agree with that. I, like, I see but my thing, point like yeah but my thing is also just like I'm at okay when people do when they do come to Twitter on GoFundMe and stuff like that I do then ask what's going on in your circle what's going on what's going on there's something there's something deeper here are we are people in my mind I'm like are y'all faking the connections that y'all have with the people that y'all are around oh they is it all fodder is it like are y'all not as close as the celebs not as close as they come off on social media and stuff like that 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 they can't help any like okay so I just have a quick like just an asterisk on this so outside of the celebrity aspect if a person exhausts their income or exhausts their finances trying to take care of a sick parent, yeah, who am I to judge them for doing yeah, that? That's my if that point. makes sense. That's I can't, I can't that. Because it's can't not be... like it's not like his car got impounded. It's not like, you know, yeah. he blew all his shit. Like he's not it's not a facetious reason, if that makes sense. Yeah, he said and, like literally I blew all of my music money trying to save my mother. I don't have anything right now. And which that's again heartbreaking. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm jumping out of my wallet to do it. I'm just saying I can understand being in that position. And again, that we know celebrity is fake. So he probably can't just be like, yo, Tyler, I really need some help right now. I have to bury my mom. He may not be able to do that because celebrity is celebrity fake. Celebrity is fake. Again, I, who am I to sit here and be like, you know what, man, what the fuck you asking me? The same reason half of these people, and again, not to be that girl because I know you have to tussle. Wake it up. But the same reason a lot of people get on Twitter and say, artists moving to New York, I need $8,000 for my first month's rent and lifestyle. Like, the same reason y'all get on Twitter and ask yeah. us for money, mm-hmm. you've exhausted your trying to do something move to the, the most expensive city in the world mm-hmm. so if yeah. one is wrong let it all be wrong if that's the case don't ask nobody for money because we all got shit going on and yeah, i think just, the like, i think that's know. where that's where a lot of the frustration may also be coming from is the fact that we've seen these cycles of gofundme and it's not saying that but we um, see that this is genuine though we do we do and i think we've seen a very good amount of genuine GoFundMe's and a very good amount of scammer GoFundMe's. So that where, people are just off put. To where people are off put and then you add in the factor of, of stardom. You add the factor of, you know, Grammy Award winning or TV show host versus person who is, again, not to talk down on people's careers or professions or how much money they make. You're saying all of this to somebody who may just be bagging groceries or working a front desk or doing these nine to five 
or outside of those windows kind of jobs. So I see why people are off put. And then you add the fact of inflation and then you add crippling pandemic to where it's like, yo, we don't have anything to give you. My thing is nobody can afford anything clearly at this point. We are in a terrible spot. And it would, we just need, we're going to have to do something wide scale in this country. It's going to all hit the fans soon. It has to. Like, we just, none of us can keep, we all can't keep living like this, you know? Look, look at this point, just go down to the accountant office and say, hey, we're not paying this. And walk this, out. They, they won't kill you. <laughs> they won't even fight you. They Hello? really won't. Just be like, hey, I'm not paying this. You know, Walk out. As somebody who works in healthcare and has worked in a hospital for a few years, Please. just walk out. All right. Literally. All right. I'll talk to y'all later. Y'all be fine. Yeah. Y'all be, y'all blessed, be all right. Be blessed. Mm-hmm. The Lord paid my dues. Hello. You can file bankruptcy with um medical bills, correct? Oh, I'm not sure. Just don't pay them. Yep. I would. My thing is, you just file bankruptcy. You just got to wait 10 years, child. Start over. Just make sure you got everything aligned first. Now, listen, got to talk to my um insurance people. Yeah, child. child. Any, anybody on that before our last transition? No, I think we can move into something just a little bit, you know, just maybe something a little more lighter. Yeah, I just want to, you know, for on a lighter note, before we end the episode, how are how are y'all doing? Yeah, how what are y'all doing for Memorial Day weekend? It's coming up. What's going on this weekend, y'all? And also, like, like, oh, sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say also any good that's happening in your life. Yeah, I was gonna say just like you know. Amber's cash app, which is be pimping, be like the insect, in case I wanted to send her a dollar. Yeah. Um, I've been busy like a bee. Yeah, you see, I plugged that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, I've been busy like a bee. My semester did just end. Hey. I did not get the best grades, y'all, but we're all human. So uh, it's okay. So long you keeping the scholarship, child. Okay. So, oh. you know, my cumulative uh-huh. is only a 3.3 now, but that's okay. We're going to get it back up. It is okay. I, I graduated with a 3.07. Help me, Lord. Okay. Look, I'm gonna get it back up to what it was. That's okay. No problem. No problem. Yeah, I feel it, child. And um, yeah, just I'm kind of trying to get my life together for next school year now while I'm still in school mode, mm-hmm. and then maybe take like July to relax. But I plan on being just real busy and productive during June. That's good. That's good. Hmm. Let's see. Well, Amber just graduated. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, now, oh, Amber, beer, now, why do you have to think beer, about beer, that? Beer, 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 beer. Because the Amber, the Amber really likes to be very modest <laughs> when it comes to things. Let's no, no, see. Hold no, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. No, because I'm about to read Amber on live on live air. Okay, yeah. Amber live? likes to be very modest about who she is and her success and all the great things that she's done in her life. To where I need her to step it up and proudly, you know, advocate about all the things that you've accomplished and that you've done because it's. You know, you've had an amazing journey yeah. and you've succeeded and you've done so much and you've touched so many people in doing so. And she's just over there, hmm, what's happened? Right. And she'll, yeah. and she'll always do that. Yep. See, what? okay. Well, thank you, Antonio. Um, yes. You're welcome. I, I did graduate. In fact, yes, I got my degree. Um, Would you graduate I, I, in? I start working um, this July. I got my contract with my my big girl coin. Yeah, 
yes. you know i'll be in a classroom again soon thank hmm. goodness because my house is getting quite boring it'd be like that same child i just you know been i mean watching. i could bring i could bring ava over you know what Ava can come <laughs> over because Romello is a lot and I feel like he needs a friend to balance him out someone to just pop him upside the head just uh-uh, just stop stop doing that well come over same sure yes sure. we'll have to do tea but um I'm doing pretty good. Um, I just finished doing my coursework for my certified associates in project management. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go and take that test now so I can be a project manager somewhere. Um, doing pretty good. Just, you know, working, doing job interviews, getting job, like getting second and third interviews. So that's going well. Just trying to step it up, trying to step into a new era. I feel like, you know. Um, I've been doing. I feel like I've been doing the same thing for the last two years, and it's time for something new. So, same here. You know, I think it's time for something new. I think life is calling me elsewhere. Who knows what's going on there? Mm-hmm. You know, I finished my first year of school full time, which is insane. No, literally. Um, I don't know how but- y'all do it. I would. I would. Oof. Here's the thing. I was so I wasn't drowning necessarily in work. Mm-hmm. It was just like just having the time to just do things. Idiot. So it's like I want to go to the gym. I want to hang out with my friends. I want to get good grades. I want to make a living. And all these things were just piling up. And then on top yeah. of all of that, I you know was flying places for work and then had a to help run a conference. My yeah. first like. 700 person conference don't exhaust yourself on while doing finals Mm -hmm. and the thing about it and i i think about it quite often is like i kind of thrive like when i when i'm just busy you're in i think i might need a vivance but i think i just thrive when my brain is busy plus i also think that you really love what you're studying i I do, mm-hmm. but I the one thing I hate about academia is all the reading. Yeah, because it's like I would much, I would much rather learn a skill set more than I would reading other people's research repeatedly yeah. over, over, and over. Like, teach me a skill, show me the framework. Right, show me a skill, and then show me how it's applied, and that mm-hmm. is a great way for me to learn. But if I'm just reading the entire semester for ideas, maybe. Yeah. I don't need to do this. Exactly. You know, grad school, and this is for all my all my people out there considering grad school. Consider a grad school that gives you skills, right? Because mm-hmm. otherwise you are paying for an expensive book class. With that said, I have not paid dime. Okay. <laughs> well, I think it's that time, y'all. We had a really good episode. I am I guess I'm gonna sign us off. I'm Wyatt has spoken on all social media. You can follow us at RM the Podcast. And if you wanted to join in on the conversation, just use hashtag RM the Podcast. Who else was I podcasting with today? You know who it was. It was There Goes Tonio on all social media because you will see me everywhere. Literally, somebody said that to me. They're like, you're everywhere. I was like, yeah, I know. Thank you. Again, that's There Goes Tonio everywhere. And why you gagging? Coming soon to talk about Drag Race All-Stars. Yes! We're here for it. Well, y'all, my name is Autumn, like the season. You can find me on all social medias at 
March Maven. That's March like the month. And Raven. And Maven, like Raven with an M. Mm-hmm. And if y'all go to my Instagram, I got some free books in my bio. There's no catch. Read a book. Stop what you're doing. Get some help and read a book. Right. Make that your summer project. I think All I'm right. gonna do well, it's me, Amber. You can follow me on Twitter at B Pimpin. That's B double E P I M P I N. You like that? Like Master, yeah. like Master P. <laughs> Ciao. All right, y'all. All right. You know, congratulations to all the graduates out there. Yes. And yeah. y'all take care of yourselves. Please do. Please do. Have fun this summer, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.